still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I go by the name of Charles Diamond, a.k.a. Kyle Brusma, here with... You never change your name. That was like the first time in a long time you did that. Uh, Ali, a.k.a. Allen. Raj, a.k.a. Unwritten Rules. Andrew, a.k.a. Restock the PS5. A lot of look. There's a lot of stress going on about this PS5, man. I don't even know if I'm gonna get to jump. <laughs> I, I will send you the spreadsheet that I found. All right. Well, we were talking before the podcast started recording about the PS5, and I just it, it reminded me of the fact that I went through an ordeal to get my PS4. So I'm gonna just share this brief story real quick to start the pot off. So when the PS4 first came out, I think there was like an inventory issue on Target's website. So they accidentally had it listed. It was list, it was supposed to sell for like $400. They accidentally had it listed for like 200 right? Oh. So they were like, no, nah, we're not going to let people do that. But if you printed it out and you went to like Best Buy or Walmart, apparently some people were some stores. Kendra knows what I'm talking about. I, I remember that. I remember that, dude. That was seven years ago. Words. I, I, I know exactly. what I remember where I was uh when they're go ahead go ahead i knew people who did that too they bought like seven ps4s or something like that all right i'm not that kind of human being so i did not do that but i will say i took it i personally i was in williamsburg at the time i took it to best buy target walmart the next best buy and then some other oh some other store maybe a GameStop or something no everyone when i walked up they'd be like we are not selling you a PlayStation 4 for $200. This junk just came out. What's wrong with you? Were you trying to, were you trying to price match it? Yeah, I was trying to price match it for the okay, 200. Okay. For sure. You didn't go to Walmart. That's what they were doing. That's where they were honoring that. I did go to Walmart, bro. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and keep in mind, one of my friends at William and Mary had already done this. So I'm wow. like, yo, this is mad iffy. Why am I not wow. getting allowed to So I, I had to do a little strategic planning. I got my girlfriend at the time, not my current girlfriend, my girlfriend at the time, to go in and try the price matching uh, ta- tactic. My girlfriend at the time was a Caucasian young woman. Of course. <laughs> her store we went to, they said, oh, here, here's the PS4 for $200. Why would oh, we wow. not sell you this gaming <laughs> console? I, I was about oh. to ask what your friend was. <laughs> uh, the story holds. I'll put it that way. Oh, my God. <laughs> So that was my PS4 buying experience. You should, you should, you should try that again. I mean, so if somebody PS5. puts it at half price on their website. <laughs> really quick before uh, we go, we continue. Did you see that uh, the trade-in uh, prices are already in for the Xbox, the new Xbox and the PS5 at GameStop? It's like to sell a brand new, uh, to, to sell them back a PS5, you only get $200 back. I'm like, what? he's oh retailing 500 What are we doing? Is like store credit or like what do you get? Do yeah, you get like yeah. And I was like, Game- GameStop is the biggest scam that we've allowed ourselves to like take part of. But I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, speaking of like things that are, you know, fair trade-offs, uh, there's some news of uh, CP3 potentially getting traded to the Suns. There are some talks. What do you guys think about that? You like that transition? You like that transition? No, I don't, because you're skipping ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I looked and I was like, I don't think that's... I didn't know that's chronological. <laughs> I thought it was being slick. Look, this is what I'm saying. Kendrick, we, we were supposed to give Dwight Howard his flowers. I know. And Kendrick said, forget D39, bro. <laughs> Kendrick's, Kendrick's gunning for Rick's job. <laughs> hey, man, uh, just keep your Wi-Fi as bad as it is. I already got yours. 
<laughs> oh man. <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh I think it was Raj who decided that uh that today would be Dwight Howard Day. Was it was that was that your deci- was that was that was your decision? Yeah, because I was gonna say Anthony Davis, but I was like, we we haven't got through all the role players yet, so let's give a Dwight Howard um, his props. I think he was also another guy. Like our last one was Contavious Caldwell Pope, right? And he, both of us were like, we don't really want to resign him last year. And I think Dwight Howard of was in the same elk of people in that way. I remember. Do you guys remember when the Lakers were getting ready to sign Dwight? But he had yeah. just gone down, and it was like. The Lakers brought in three centers for workouts. Dwight Howard, Joakim Noah, and Mo Spates. Spates. Yes. My order of preference went Mo Spates, Joakim Noah, Dwight Howard. <laughs> Raj, do you do you uh, remember you giving me for saying we should get Dwight? Oh, yes, I remember. I gave, a lot, people, so much I gave a lot of people <laughs> for that. <laughs> Understandably so, though. Because if if you look at it, like there was really only one avenue in which things went right, and everything kind of did, and except for the fact that he was just like, yeah, I followed. Uh, I don't really believe in masks, and I was like, ah, oh, crap, just shut up, Dwight. My order of preference always went Joakim, then Dwight. But I was saying Dwight isn't a bad choice. Like it'd be like on a friendly contract, all that's great. And so, but I always said Joakim first, and. Granted, I'm very glad we went to White instead of jo- Joakim. Yeah, I really wanted Joakim Noah. He was like the pastor. Remember, like that Devin Booker video came out. I think Joakim <laughs> Noah was the one that was like clapping, like yeah. "Hell yeah, we're yeah. double teaming him." I was like, "Yeah, we gotta sign that guy." Like, I want that guy on yeah. our team. And Dwight Howard was just bad the last few years. I mean, I think yeah, Pickup Hoop had that huge ass video of him just saying, "I have a new start. I have a new start. I have a new start. A new beginning, or whatever it was." And he was terrible. So that's that's why. But obviously, it worked out. Yeah, I mean, it's really rare for like to to get that sort of redemption story, especially is something as um, as big as Dwight's. Just because, like, can can you imagine, like, uh, you know, seven years ago, if someone was like, "Hey, don't worry, Dwight's gonna be back in 2020, and he's gonna help the Lakers win the championship," you'd just be like, "What?" Because I mean, thinking about it, like you know, he should have been like the next guy. He was supposed to carry on like the Lakers after Kobe got hurt, kind of thing. And then for him to like kind of just try and not fit in and then fail at each stop until you know he arrived here. And not to say you know he he didn't play too much in like the finals and stuff like that, but that dude put in the work throughout the entire season. He never really caused a ruckus or anything, which is really surprising. It's really crazy. Like I know for me my opinion of Dwight was just so overshadowed by that experience seven years ago. It's really quite crazy how as a fan that can happen. Like I haven't seen that. I haven't watched that dude play more than one game in a season since then. You know what I mean? Um, And yet, and still like, I was like, absolutely not. Uh, Which, which first of all shows to his like mental fortitude that he was willing to come play for the Lakers. Like, I think that doesn't get talked about enough. Like he, that is a, like, I'm not one to put, put myself in a situation where I'm just like guaranteed to get on. And he was just like, yeah, I'm I'm with it. I can take that. Yeah. I don't make it guaranteed. Like it's okay. I got to prove myself. It was just like, like, cause that, that became public knowledge, right. That he requested it for it to not be guaranteed until, um, until he kind of like proved it. Well, yeah, because he leaked it to Shams, but <laughs> of course, yeah, 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 yeah. No, the thing with Dwight is like he completely changed. Like everyone always said, 
he was like terrible for the locker room in past seasons and he has been and he was like terrible for like everyone on the bench and like this season i think he just came in with a different mentality and like for example he was the number one cheerleader on the bench like he was amping everyone up he was always giving like when the whole thing with kcp was going down i think dwight was the number one person who had his back to in the media like he was always talking mm-hmm. up kcp and whatnot and not just that i think my favorite moment oddly is like any other season, I think Dwight would have thrown a huge fuss with being benched in the playoffs against the Rockets. He only played game one, I believe. And the rest of the games, he didn't play at all. And like, you just saw him cheering every second of the way. And it's like, I don't think last season Dwight would be doing that. Hell, JaVale was causing a fuss halfway through the season. It wasn't even playoff games <laughs> last year. <laughs> <laughs> My question is, like, do you think he does this if he's on, like, a bad team? Like, because I feel like situation is everything here. And the reason he can kind of do what he did here is because we have LeBron James, Anthony Davis. He's not the superstar here, right? So I'm wondering, like, if he was on the Hawks again, like, would would he do this? Like, I'm, I mean, we would never really know. But I feel like that's a big part of, like, what, what happened here. Like, he saw that he can be cut anytime. Like, we don't need him. So I think that's a big part of it, too. Like, obviously, it's a big deal that he, like, you know, read read his year here in LA but I'm just like wondering what do you guys think like if he was on like a bad team do you think the situation kind of lends himself to do what he did here I I I think think one of the things is like you uh like oh he's not the superstar here I'm like yeah he probably wouldn't be the superstar anywhere for being like super realistic right but um the the thing is like the (laughs) Lakers locker room was such a point of strength for the team and I think it was, uh, you know, the presence of everybody that was there, you know, everyone being held accountable. Like, I don't think there's been anyone who's been like, LeBron, you should maybe focus a little bit more on your on-ball defense kind of thing. All that, you know, um, like the way that AD did. And, um, you know, I, I know that's always been like hammered uh, over and over again as a talking point. But, you know, it's an overall environment thing. And you know, they were able to get Dwight to buy into that, but without having that sort of structure from the teammates and the management and, you know, the coaching staff, like I, I probably don't see that happening anywhere except for the Lakers. But can you imagine if he was on the Clippers though? Like the sort of, uh, with all the dysfunction going on there. Realistically, he could have been like, they signed Noah. So if, if, yeah. if Dwight was there, I think they would have taken him. Another person to take Zubat's minutes. Who knew? <laughs> Doc would have given anyone Zubox minutes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think it's odd now because the 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 NBA season is on such a such a I guess the offseason, I should say, is on such a truncated schedule. Um, but I do think it's important to still like just because the season is going to start quickly because they want to, you know, ramp up things and make some more money. I yeah. don't want the fact to be lost that the Lakers won a championship a very short while ago. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's appropriate. days. Crazy. Did you say? It's like 70-something days for an offseason. That's nuts. Like, the teams that didn't go to the bubble have been off for 278. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, I think that's way, like, it, it annoys me because I forgot what the stat was. I think ESPN posted it. It's like Miami and the Lakers have, like, 77 days of rest, and – like teams who didn't make the playoffs have like 293 or something. I've not 293, but I forgot what it was. It was some like ridiculous amount. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it was some, it's like, that's not fair in any way whatsoever. Like they, I think Anthony Davis commented on it on like an Instagram post with like three angry emojis or something. But I, I think that's too soon to ask these athletes every summer, these athletes know what to do with their bodies and know how to recover and everything. And you're asking them to speed up the process and just like, I don't know. I wouldn't, I personally, I wouldn't be shocked if like LeBron, like, I know he always says he doesn't want to like rest anymore and stuff like that, but I wouldn't be shocked if he did because I, I mean, I don't think, I don't think him or AD will play that many games to start the first month or month or two. Yeah. Like one of the, well, we we're seeing it with the NFL now. Like we've had, I don't know. I don't, I, I forgot how many like season ending injuries we had within the first like three weeks yeah. or anything like that. Um, but generally you want the ample amount of rest during an off season and you need to have like a, a ramp up, right? Like you can't, mm-hmm just do nothing and then immediately go back to game playing level. That's why like so many people have gotten hurt. And we kind of saw that without the NFL really having a true preseason, right? Um, their bodies aren't warmed up there. You're asking them from going to zero to hundred. And that's the thing that kind of worries me, especially with how old LeBron is and how, I mean, with, with Anthony Davis, like how healthy is his ankle? You know, I'm sure he's going to have a lot of time to rest it, but you know, they got to just err on the side of, side of caution at that point. You know what I mean? Right, but I, I think that's going to be like a league-wide issue moving it's forward. It's insane to me that free agency starts. When does it start? Like next week or something? Uh, the 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 draft is next week, and then free agency is after that. Yeah, uh, yeah. November twentieth. Like, yeah, like right around the corner. You're thinking like, what the hell? <laughs> the season yeah. starts in a month, basically. Yeah, yeah. We, we need to. The the thing that kind of bugs me about it too is. Uh, they did so much good stuff with like the bubble and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know them. If, if they approve for fans to be in the stadiums, it's just like, it was all for nothing. You know what I mean? They were just like, we championed them for being like uh, really ahead of the coronavirus response and how we're going to have sports within a uh, global pandemic. And LeBron's yeah. just like, Hey, look, Notre Dame students stormed the field. We should probably have a couple fans at the stadium. Right. It's like, yeah, I oh, saw God. that tweet and I was like, no, yeah. oh, why? <laughs> why put flames? Why add to that? Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought Mike Trudell made a good point on the LFR pod. Um, he's like, every player will now know what it's like to be LeBron because like this is what LeBron does every single year for like the last 10 out of 11 years, right? He just goes to the finals that end in, whether he loses or wins, he goes to the finals that ends what end of June and then you got July, mm-hmm. August, September and then training camp. So every player is going to be like, Holy crap! Like this is what LeBron does in on the regular. I think it was also Mike Trudell who mentioned that like Danny Green went to oh, the yeah. finals last year, won a championship. Went to the finals this year, won a championship. My man is going to be like low key the most <laughs> has the most mileage out of the last two years of any NBA player. Yeah, he's going for the Pat McCaw three peat. The what now? Although- Patrick McCaw. Huh? Yeah, how he won he won three straight uh finals. Uh, bro, why did I think Pat Connaughton when you said Pat McCall? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, three peat in what? <laughs> I don't know. The Bucks should consider making the finals first. Mm, perhaps. Yeah. Anyway. 
<laughs> I, I I also honestly I just I was I was just surprised. You know, it's like you said, Kendra, for the for the public health reasons, I was just surprised. You know what's interesting to me out of this whole thing is the fact that they the the league I should say said that they would allow you know select number of fans in suites. Yeah, small that. groups, which like you know like. Obviously, having any amount of people is like a, a a public health hazard. Like, let's let's be straight up about it. I can un, I can see why they might like rationalize to themselves. Oh, if we only let in like twenty to thirty people, because these suites are very big, you can separate them off. You can socially distance. Everybody can blah blah blah. But my first thought was, how much are they going to charge for that suite? <laughs> like, if you're only allowing what? A hundred yeah. people in the game to split amongst ten suites. Yo, that is yeah. like those tickets are not going to be less than a thousand dollars. No, it's going to be like wow. uh, it's going to be like NBA's players' families, NBA's players' side chicks, and respective families. <laughs> like it's just, yeah. I mean, I'm never going to be able to afford a game. Did you just imply that side chicks are bringing their families to the game? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't think that's how the game works, bro. Like, I don't know. I don't think that's how the, that's not the uh, yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so real quick, I, I just saw something that was posted. Uh uh well Jeannie Bus just tweeted this out, but she was uh saying she would really want a uh joint Dodgers and Lakers parade to happen. And it's kind of just like, no. No, you got less gotta, than a hundred hospital no. beds in Kansas City, bro. Ain't no parades, yeah. bro. Covid's at an all-time high right now. Uh, I think it's the yeah. last thing. I just got an Amber Alert. Like I, I, I was, I was, I was just chilling downstairs, and all of a sudden, Amber Alert, uh, Amber Alert went off, and I looked, and it was saying basically that Covid's at an all-time high. Go get oh, tested yeah. if you need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, dude, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I remember like um, after the. Dodgers won, um, which, you know, shout out to our Dodgers since we're all uh, big Dodger fans. Um, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, huge Dodger the fact fans. That, the yeah. fact that LeBron was, hey, Raj, not, um, <laughs> no, LeBron was just like, uh, you know, if everyone has to have a mask, though, it's just like, no one's going to have a damn mask on at one of those things, man. Like, come on. Yeah. On, like, you, no, I'm sure a lot, I'm, I bet you more than half people will have masks on but then there will be the like 30 percent or 20 percent of people that won't and that's what that's what really you know look i'm just in this segment of the power right now because ain't no parade happening so we gonna move forward and talk about like we said the season is coming up um but more importantly the off season will commence soon with the draft on the 18th, which kind of affects us, but not really. Actually, I do want to talk about that just for three seconds. I want to know from each of you, will the 2020 draft pick by the Lakers end up playing for the Lakers this season? The number 28 pick? Yeah. Will they be a Laker? Yes. And it's exact. And let me say why. It's because of, it's like, this is exactly how I felt. And it's what Raj tweeted. He said how great they've been at that position, and they've just like Raj. And it's your tweet. You go ahead. You explain it. Yeah, like they they kill it at that position position of the draft, and like they have what half their picks to New Orleans or something for the last four, next four years, pick swaps or whatever it is. But yeah, they're gonna want the first rounders that they do have. First rounders are like gold right now, so it's really hard to even to grab one. So yeah, they're gonna pick one. That twentieth pick might even start 
man. Like, forget about making the team. That 28th pick might start a few games. Okay, like, hold up. Well, I, 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 I don't agree with that part. That part, depending I'm, uh, on, well, I mean, like, come on, like a Tuesday night in like the end of January, maybe LeBron yeah, and AD don't want to play not, that not night. Just, not just for that reason, also, but like money wise, like that contract is going to be yes. super nice for them. Yeah, for sure. That's like that's a place you can really make a deal. That's how they got like Josh Hart and all those guys yeah. on like four year deals at a really good price. So Kuzma the same. Yeah. I uh I here's my thing. I don't think the twenty eighth pick will play for the Lakers, but I think whatever pick they buy will play for the Lakers because I think they're talking about um purchasing some second round picks just kinda like they did with THT. And mm-hmm. I mean you guys said it before, like they've done a great job uh picking up players at that uh, in those later uh, positions and stuff like that. And if they could do it again, because like we know this draft isn't too top heavy, um, but you know, if, if we could have a couple people, like I, I wish I knew more about the draft. Like if like Mike Garcia or like right. uh, Brian or something like that could like, you know, talk to us about that, that would be cool. But you know, uh, I, all I know is I trust the Lakers scouting. Like, they had one miss. That was like Anthony Brown, you know. Following up on that with uh, like the financial ramifications of the coronavirus, obviously cheaper owners will be willing to sell their second round picks so they don't have to pay a player, um, which like you said, whether whether the 28th pick plays or not for the Lakers, like like you said, Kendry, those second rounders um, will come in handy. If, <laughs> if that 28th pick does not play for the Lakers, it might be because that pick has already been traded to another team for someone like CP3. However, that may not be an option because CP3 is rumored to be heading to Phoenix, supposedly. Um, although That's once Bontemps and Woj write a whole article on it, I feel like it's just a matter of it's, time. It's, I honestly feel like it's uh, um, they're trying to bump up the price for CP3. Yep. That's, yep. I, like, listen, I, I like that fit. Like, it would be really cool to have, like, an actual, like, to have a, a, the caliber of play of player like CP3 with Devin Booker. That would be pretty incredible to watch. I mean, I, like, I would hate them uh, just straight up, like, uh, as I do as a Laker yeah. fan. But oh, yeah. um, I, I think uh, it, it's just going to be a way for them to uh, drive up the price. Because, you know, if if, you know, the rumors are that, like, there's interest in Chris Paul and the Lakers have, uh, have an offer like, you know, let's say preemptively. And then, um, they put something out that like this, they're probably going to ask them to throw something else in. You know what I mean? My whole thing is, I wonder what the Lakers offer is. Cause I'm have no doubt it involves Kyle Kuzma. If, it, if CP3 gets straight here, I have no doubt it probably has that first pick or that first pick, the 28th pick in the first round. And then just like Danny green to match. Like, because you need to match money, so Danny Green. Yeah, I mean, and I hope not Caruso. No, I would. I, I like no. <laughs> oh, you're definitely no. giving up Caruso. Like, let's let's be real. Yeah. Yeah, Caruso's gone in a Chris Paul trade. Am I the only one who wouldn't want a Chris Paul trade? I, like, I've been burned by the. I, I that Steve Nash trade still hurts me. It's, like, it's it not haunts just, me to this day. It's not just I, that. It's that Lakers Twitter's it, obsession with Chris Paul is like really annoying to me. Like. Five days yeah. after we won the championship, everyone's like, all right, Kuzma, Danny Green, Caruso for Chris Paul. Let's get it done. I'm like, <laughs> I just like started rewatching the finals. Like, do we need to trade everyone now? Like, this dude is going to make $41 million in two years. It's, that's it's that's half your cap. Yeah. You're going to have AD, no. LeBron, and Chris Paul. 
your whole identity identity of the team is gone. No, Chris Paul is amazing. Like he's a point guard, but he's like 35. You're going to have your whole identity done. Like, and I, I really believe that title team should have a chance to repeat. Like, obviously you can't bring back everybody, but I feel like core guys deserve to have a chance to defend their title. Like I, I feel like I'm like, uh, it's like a hot take on Twitter, but I wouldn't want to trade for Chris Paul's massive contract that Oklahoma city really just used him as like a one-year bait trip like they're about to they're about to putting put him on like the bidding block for this like i don't know i, w- I don't want to trade for chris paul but i think LeBron's I'm will be that. done though huh lebron's will be done though <sighs> yeah, yeah I, I i wouldn't want him either personally um just because i mean like you said before like it, if if there was somebody else sure I, i'm just really kind of wary about like an older point guard like chris paul you know like trust me i i, I love him uh, probably the best point guard we've had in our generation. Um, but I, I, I just, I, I wouldn't want to see it. So, you know, my, I, yeah, I just, I just don't want to see it. My whole thing with the Chris Paul situation is I genuinely, I would love for it to happen. And I also wouldn't care if it didn't happen both ways, I think is a win. Um, but the, the idea of having Chris Paul, LeBron, AD, where if you need LeBron off the court, you can still have Chris Paul with AD on the court. And that's still like, I, I think you're off like non-LeBron minutes are completely taken care of then with Chris Paul. Like, I don't think you have to worry about him being off the court at all. Like you put any three players with those two, you're, you're fine. They'll, Chris Paul will figure out a way. AD will figure out a way. Uh, so my question is though, in the playoffs, like this is what we're going to, we're all just, this is all leading to playoff basketball, right? So in the playoffs, you're going to have LeBron and Chris Paul on the floor. I feel like that kind of takes away from what Chris Paul does in a sense. Like he's the, he's the controller, the contributor, uh, the facilitator and all that. And I think next to LeBron, it's kind of like, it's if LeBron's still at this level, like I just don't think you need another guy at that level for right now. Like I think you can do that in other ways than gutting your whole team for him. Like, cause he's going to be, I don't know. I just, I just don't want that fit for the price range, obviously, like if he was making like $20 million, then yeah, it would make sense. He's making 40 million. He's on a super max. Yeah, it's not even yeah. just like the regular cap. He's going to take up like 40% of the cap. Let me play devil's advocate for a second. What is prohibitive to the Lakers about Chris Paul's contract? Because like, let, let's keep a stack. Giannis's younger brother plays for the Lakers, right? Mm-hmm. They are, re- are they ref by the same person? I thought they had the same age. I, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't I'm doubt probably. it. Um, so yeah, they, they, they have the intel, right? If if they know they're not getting Giannis, they're not getting Kawhi or Paul George. I right. doubt, like, maybe they'll get Drew Holiday because Anthony Davis is here. But, like, if Drew Holiday gets traded this offseason, which is likely, then right. he gets traded to a situation you don't necessarily want to count on that. My, my thing is I don't know who the Lakers are going to get in the summer of 21 that Chris Paul's salary is going to like get in the way of, um, especially right. since like, is that, no, no, no. I mean, we'll still have what, obviously AD and LeBron will be taking most of the cap. So then you'll have Chris Paul too. I just like you, it's really the next year is where like more wings are free agents that I'm like, okay, we need to make sure, uh, you know, our, 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 our guns are stocked now so that mm-hmm. we can, we can go out here and put a full court press on these people. I hate mixed metaphors, but I just did it. But like, I don't really necessarily think that that's a need in 2021. So it's not necessarily the contract that I'm stressed about another thing. And this, this is where it gets kind of the, the playoff talk you were talking about Raj. Like we have LeBron, 
LeBron's the type type of guy he can turn net negative players into neutral players, right? Like right. that's the kind of player he is. Chris Paul is another type of the that that player. I don't think AD is yet that kind of player. You know what right. I mean? He's he's right. just just not the way he plays. He's a different kind of player. He's more of a bucket getter. He's a finisher versus those two setup guys. Having LeBron and CP, first of all, that makes Anthony Davis's life easier when LeBron's not so on much. the floor. So right. that Anthony oh, Davis, sure. can, he can f- keep his focus on the uh, uh, on the defensive level and also get more space because there's another threat on the floor offensively. Also, Chris Paul is, man, I lost my train of thought, but I got it back. Chris Paul is a great off ball. He's a good spot up shooter. He's a great spot up shooter. He can hit the threes. The one thing I will agree with you, though, is that like the Lakers have LeBron and AD. Like, I I think I stole this from Darius uh, Soriano, obviously. Like, they have two of the best 16 game players in the world. And maybe the goal should be flushing out the roster with the 82 game players as opposed to getting, as opposed to just being. Three 16 game players. players. Right. That was very impassioned. <laughs> I I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I I dream of seeing Chris Paul in a Laker jersey <laughs> huh? just because of the veto. Like I just I just want it to happen just for like what full circle, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh but. and yeah, it, that's almost been nine years since, which is crazy to think about because and and it's funny too because that uh, that year, 2011, um, that's that was the lockout shortened season, and that first game was also on Christmas Day. I know the second day is going to be on Christmas, but that'd be funny if the parallels and stuff. Yeah. Um, God, I, I I just I still I, I remember that night so vividly. It upsets me. I I think I I don't think let's just say the trade happens. I don't think I'd really believe it until like a week into the season. I'd have to really see him out there playing in a Lakers and be like, oh, the trade actually happened. Okay. Does this mean they actually do change the numbers, though? Because I can't see CP3 wearing something other than three oh, straight up. True. Yeah, he probably would get it. Too late to switch numbers. It's oh, too late to switch numbers. Nah, LeBron wears six, AD wears 23, Chris Paul wears three. It's like Chris, <laughs> Problem solved. Like Chris Paul, like six or something like that. I'd be like, oh, what is this? Ali, get out of here with your facts. Nobody cares. It's too late. <laughs> Uh, yeah, where'd you get those? Where'd you get? That? Did you get that per yes per spectrum? Uh, per per per, per, per spectrum for sure. That's a per spectrum stat. Per per, per South Bay Laker film room. It is too late. <laughs> <laughs> it is too late. I, I right. hate that I look like the negative Chris Paul, like a Chris Paul hater here, because I actually like really love Chris Paul. And I remember in like 2011, or was it 2012? One of the Kemenexi brothers said, "Cause like you remember when we got Ramon Sessions." Like oh my god! Yes. Yeah, and so I, I remember this because Ramon Sessions started dribbling the ball up, and then Lakers Staples Center went crazy because we're like, we have a point guard, you know what I mean? He's like, and then like I remember the Kemenetsi brothers at the time they tweeted, they're like, I'm like Laker fans just went wild for Ramon Sessions. Like, what would have happened if like Chris Paul came on the team? I'll never forget oh, that. I thought Ramon Sessions was going to be a Laker when I got married, bro. I f- <laughs> I was knee deep into the Ramon Sessions. Laker fans, oh, fan club. Laker fans, like I think they finally because like after Fisher, Laker fans just really wanted like a point guard who like yeah, like who can pull up, who just can take a shot. Huh? <laughs> I just remember like the, there were rumors back in like 2010 uh, of like Derek Fisher and like uh like 
I think picks or something like that for Devin Harris. And I was like, well, a young fast point guard, like let's do it. Like Derek Fisher can barely move at this point. And then I remember regretting saying that because he had that one full court, uh, he, he he's like a coast to coast against the Celtics, and I think Game Three or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we really were missing in the point guard uh, department for a while there. Yeah, Laker fans were like so hungry for a point guard. Yeah, because you know all they had was like what him and Der- and uh, Jordan Farmer, right? Yeah. <laughs> you just disrespected Jordan Farmer. You sneak this yeah. Jordan Farmer. <laughs> I said yeah, just because. I'm speaking as a whole with Laker fans. Like, Laker fans don't see Jordan Farmer as I do. It's just the real talent of Jordan Farmer, which is he's a star who just never, you know, people didn't believe in him. But yeah, he chose green. I think people should have seen he was a star when he dunked on Kevin Garnett in the finals. At that moment, you're like, that guy has it. That guy's meant to be a um, point guard in the NBA. About that. Anyway, um, yep. talk about. Yep. All you scratching your heads. You need to all stop scratching your heads. I didn't even notice that. That's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, we talked about the potential for trading uh, for CP3, and we also talked about the draft. There are two other ways you can acquire new players. Uh, you can sign your own free agents, and you can sign new free agents. So let's talk about that in that order, especially with the news that Kyle Kuzma, my namesake, Kyle Brusma is uh, requesting a, or excuse me, expecting or hoping for a sizable extension this offseason, which is like one of the most non-news stories you could possibly come up with. Man up for raise, wants biggest raise possible to, to do a do a Harrison Fagan template there. Um, and yet. <laughs> and yet. I, I just, I, one of the funniest pictures is uh, him trying to do that uh, Magic Johnson-esque pass with LeBron, like right underneath the basket, and it just sailing right by LeBron, and LeBron going, "What? What was that? What are you doing?" He like he gave that same facial expression he gave to J.R. Smith after the 2018 Finals to Kyle Kuzma, like in the finals, bro. Like seriously, um, but that, that would have been a sick pass, though. That that would have been a sick pass, but I I remember it I was though. it was terrible. <laughs> I, I was I remember I was tweeting for a silver screen roll that night, and I remember I posted the thing. It was just like I I, I don't I don't think you have the facilities for that big man. Kind of, <laughs> I was just like, come on, Kyle, what are you doing? I mean, what do you guys yeah. think though? Like, what what would you what ideally what would you want to what would you want to give him? I don't. I think what Kuzma is probably looking for is like 20 plus a year. Like at least I think the lowest he wants is like 20 a year. Like I genuinely no. think that's what he wants. Like, I think that's what he believes. And I'm sure like, he, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure that's what he believes he is. But I think, if, I think if I'm the Lakers, I give him like a 13 to 15 mil a year contract. Wow. Ali, I think you should be his agent. Like, I think this is, I think he has the wrong. No, no, stop. I, no, listen. We know how good our uh, Ali bargains. I know. I'm sure Kuzma. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm sure Kuzma right now is going around with his agent asking for 20 mil a year. I have no doubt that's what he's doing right now. As he should. I mean, as, as he should. But like, I, I don't know. Give him five years. No, I'm just kidding. But like, I think he's going to hit restricted free agency. Like, like all the others do. Um, the conversation around Kuzma is really weird. I think Honey had like a tweet about it. Like um, Laker fans wanted him traded really quickly, like before this year, before the other year. And I think he's earned like a second contract. I don't think the Lakers will give it to him because they can just wait till next year. 
he has a cap hold. I'm just looking here of like eight million next year, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So I, I would give him like a three year, like maybe three year thirty six or something like that. Like I would offer that. I mean, he wouldn't take it, but I would I would offer no, something like I would, that. I, that's ex- I would. That's the exact. I was thinking twelve to fifteen million a year for Kuz. Exactly. Yeah. He's a guy that showed he can fit with LeBron and AD, right? Like that's that's yeah. a proven thing. He's a and he he leveled up as a defender. He was a good wing defender. He could, I mean, he still didn't shoot the ball well, but he hit really timely shots. Like when you go back and watch, I forgot how many like huge shots he hit that like where the other team was on a big run. And he hits this like corner three to like to stem the tide and things like that. Like I would give him twelve a year. He he won't accept it, but that's that's what I would go with it. Yeah, the and, and some of the things that we also forget to talk about in the conversation to Kuz. I, I think Hani made the point that he really outplayed his uh, draft position. Right. Like mm-hmm. coming out of uh, Utah, everyone, everyone's like, who? Like, why? I remember that same, like when he got picked, like I, I texted Grant. I was like, do you know anything about this guy? And I was like, I, no. And I was just like, and then from there, I think, he was asked to do so much and something different each year, right? Mm-hmm. Like rookie year, he was like essentially like you're gonna be the scorer, you're gonna be our guy. Last year, it's like okay, you're gonna be the de facto like Kevin Love uh, role for like with LeBron kind of thing, right? Like we need you to hit your shots. Um, and then this year, Quite he big. yeah, exactly. And then this year, he, he learned to be more of a defender and learn to pass a little bit better and he learned how to uh uh utilize his cuts a little better too and i think um he definitely I, i've been a little bit back on forth on this i would like to see him back um you know probably after like next year um whenever uh his uh, his current contracts up but we there's still like more i feel like we could see from him you know what i mean i feel like he yeah, still has some sure. room to grow and he should have he should get that opportunity too. Kyle Kuzma, not in terms of play type, but in, in in terms of two different aspects that I'll talk about. He he reminds me a lot of Jordan Clarkson. Specifically, I feel like perception, Lakers fans' perception of his kind of mirrors George Jordan Clarkson's, specifically because Kendrick, like you said, he's his role got shifted around each year of his rookie contract, similar to Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson was a was a point guard then he was an off guard scorer Mm -hmm. then he was you know some like other option off the bench and And then then he was a cavalier well well and that's the thing by the time he got to utah where it was like hey we want you and we know exactly what we want you to do lo and behold he started playing very well um now i think with regards to kuzma you know what the lakers can what role the lakers can give him will depend more on his development than anything else as it did with jordan clarkson but i just don't want to I, I don't like the slander for one because I love JC and I thought that JC could have been, you know, a different type of player had we not jerked him around for four years. And I feel the same way about Kyle Kuzma, less so because like it was anything that the coaching did or the front office did, where I feel like that was the case with Jordan Clarkson, and more so just because you got to roll with the punches. Like you got LeBron, then you got Anthony Davis. Like stuff happens, you know what I'm saying? Um, but in that same vein, though, Jordan Clarkson also got. I don't want to say he got overpaid by the Lakers because apparently that contract was value enough to get a first round draft pick that, that ended up being Kyle Kuzma or no, no, it wasn't a lot. That was the Nets pick. Um, ended up getting one draft pick. That's all that matters. Um, right. And I don't necessarily think uh, 
I, I, I don't want that to happen uh, with Kyle Kuzma. But like you said, they just don't have to make uh, a decision on that right now. I was surprised. I thought his his um, cap hold would be less than that than that figure. And then I looked it up and I was like, man, this man really got like a, a $9, 10000000 million cap hold. That's wild. It was like 8.6 on one website and then 10.2 on another. And because mm. he's only making like $3.5 million, I thought it would be closer to five. Um so yeah, I mean, I don't remember the last time the Lakers extended a draft pick. <laughs> Not re-signed, but extended. So yes. I don't anticipate that happening anytime soon. Super random, but it, Jordan Clarkson's a free agent this offseason, right? Is he? He's about to get paid. <laughs> yeah, by the Lakers now I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. I I want him back so bad. That's what's crazy. Like so many people are like, Who I remember when he was more this off season. Who Clarkson? Clark between Clarkson and Kuzma. Oh well, well Kuzma can only be paid by the Lakers. Like he's yeah. he's on for another year, and I don't think yeah. they're going to extend him. So that has to be has to be Clarkson. Yeah, yeah, just by default. Yeah, were you going to say Rosh? I was going to say like I remember when Clarkson was on the team. Um, a lot of people wanted him traded. Uh, and even after that contract, like you said, Rick, it was like four years, 50. Was that his? I, it, I believe it wasn't it was even something. crazy. No, it wasn't that yeah, bad. It like, wasn't bad. I remember Zach Lowe at the time was like, you pay good players. Like, that's what, that's what happens. Like, when a player does good, you pay him. Like, and that was a good deal. And then right when he got traded, he started playing well for the Cavs. And then, like, your fans wanted him back. I was like, that's kind of what happens when he goes to another team and he got a role, like, on that team as a backup scorer. I mean, he didn't play well in the finals, but I remember he had, like, good playoff games and things of that the nature yeah, um yeah. so yeah i'm just not gonna let i'm not gonna let my opinion of kyle kuzma be swayed by the whims of people who are just as impetuous as me i'm just not gonna do that <laughs> um so so yeah we're in wait and see mode with regards to kyle kuzma but in the meantime before the Lakers have to make a decision about kyle kuzma they do have to fill out the rest of this roster um they could run it back but that's that's I, I don't think that's the way the team is going to go. Um, the Lakers don't have a lot of tools available to them, depending on which players pick up their options, blah, 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 if any trades happened. But uh, right now, we know that the Lakers potentially could have either the, you know, the full mid-level or the uh, the smaller mid-level, which is around 10, around five, respectively. Uh, I don't really know, you know, who the Lakers could get for, for the, the the lesser exception. So let's just operate for, for this conversation, for the purpose of this conversation with the full mid-level for around 10 million. I wanted to ask you guys who you thought would the Lakers, each one person, who you thought the Lakers would be uh, targeting with that and specifically why that person, like what they added to the team that you think would be worth the Lakers' only real avenue for, for adding a substantive addition to the roster. Ali, go ahead. You first, man. Well, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be like a. I, I think they can get him from less, but we talked about him a little bit like before the pod with the uh, Ibaka. Um, I I just I think he'd fit so nice at that five position, like just he shot. I, I think it was thirty. It was thirty six percent from three last season. So he's that. He's a. Wait, what? He, he shot uh, like 35. 35%? Yeah. Oh, so he, he shot 35% and like he just, 
I think he gives 80 that space where like if 80 gets doubled, everyone on the floor can shoot now. And not just that, but he can be the five where 80 enjoys playing the four a lot more than the five. I just think, I just think their interior defense would be really nice and solid. It just, yeah. I, the only thing with Ibaka is I think if he comes, obviously you can't have Ibaka, JaVale and Dwight. I think you're going to lose you. You're going to lose one of, one of the others, which, which, (laughs) which I think, uh, which I think is okay is worth it for Ibaka. Um, but yeah, if Ibaka is willing to take that, I'm all in. I want to bounce off that real quick. I think I don't, I think, I think Ibaka would take up the full mid-level. Yeah. I, I feel like he could definitely get more money from another team, mm-hmm. um, especially a team that like needs a center. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know if the dude wants to go, you know, I don't, I don't want to say waste four years of his life in Charlotte, but waste four years of his life in <laughs> Charlotte and they need a center. Like he could do that and get paid more than 10 million. But if he wants, like, if the Lakers give him, again, I'm assuming the Lakers don't care about 2021, but if the Lakers want to give him, you know, a player option on the second year, do I, I don't know if there's a, I know there's a year of restriction on one of the mid-levels. I don't know if it's the bigger one or the smaller one. This is something I should know. Um, but if he could get, like, a two-year with a player option, you know, why not? I, I think he's strong. He can still, like, defend those bigger fives that AD doesn't want to defend. Um and anyone who willingly eats bull's penis is like a, a tough guy to me. So, <laughs> was that the one where you got Kawhi on there? Was that Kawhi yeah, eating the bull's penis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was more words than I ever hear Kawhi say, like in, in that whole YouTube video. <laughs> but no, man, a, a surge, a uh, surge, and uh, AD lineup would just be insane. That's that's like Dwight Howard. Surge is what thirty? He's like twenty nine or thirty years old. Like we saw Dwight at 35 next to AD. Imagine like a 30 year old surge who can still like 31, 32. Yeah, who can still jump like like crazy. Um, but he doesn't need a ring chase, right? Because he got the ring with Toronto, so he's not ring chasing. And I was looking up; he made 21 million dollars this year, so that's like quite a uh, that's quite a drop for him. So if that's he a was going to, <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's quite a drop for him to come in. How large is the full mid level? Like 10 million. It's about Something 10. Like I don't know the exact yeah. number, but about yeah, 10. Yeah, so he, maybe he does like way, a... Ibaka's oh, yeah. 31. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's that's not bad. 31. Um, Next to AD would be would be insane. That, the other guy that I would say is Gallinari, who's been like putting out little hints and stuff that he wants to play for a winner. Um, I think he posted like congrats to the Lakers or something, and uh, we went crazy for that. So he would be a cool <laughs> one. I don't know if he would get the full min level. Maybe. Um. Gallinari would, but yeah, he'd be in a shooter next to AD and LeBron would be great. It, it, it's interesting too. Cause uh, he said in like an interview or something like that, it's like, you know, it comes to a certain time where like making money is good, but now it's all about like wanting to win a ring. Right. And like, everyone's kind of just connecting the dots. Congrats. Congrats. Uh, congrats to the Lakers. Okay. You know, I'll take, I'll take a pay cut, you know, but um, you know, if I had to, pick obviously I, i'd go with a bucket too because i know we we're talking about that prior um but it, it is it would be crazy to think about like uh gallinari braun and ad on the offensive end would be pretty damn impossible to stop like he he, he gets hurt a lot but people tend to forget how good gallinari is as an offensive player like sure he doesn't really have that lateral quickness on the defensive end but he's still long like he could still uh maybe 
contest a couple of shots. But um, yeah, I think just overall, like Ibaka would be a great get, especially in terms of like defensively what he can give you. Because having him and AD out, like good luck scoring on that, honestly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the fact that he's able to stretch out the floor a little bit too would be incredibly valuable just considering the fact that like you're not going to have that with like JaVale or Dwight especially. If we're not counting Markeith Morris, because like Markeith Morris is in a five, but he played the five at times, mm-hmm. that would be finally a five that we have next to 80 that can actually shoot. Right. Going back to Gallinari, I think my issue with Gallinari is that he's essentially an 82 game player who fits best into a 16 game construction, meaning like, you're right. LeBron, AD, and Gallo on the floor at the same time is offensively potent, but that's just not something we would see a lot of in the regular season because AD is not going to play the five a lot in the regular season. And it's not something we would see a lot of in the playoffs because in the playoffs, we're more prone to matchup hunting and he would get picked on. Not that he's like a turnstile, but like dude's 32. He's got had leg injuries. Like, I, 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 you know, Dame's switching Gallo on him. Harden yeah. switching Gallo Later. on him. Kawhi switching Gallo on him. And I just don't, I see like, I see his, I, I just don't see the fit. I like in the long term. Um, right. Even though obviously he's would be just amazing offensively for us. And, and uh, this past, uh, uh, during the playoffs with the Thunder, he, he, he had, it was very, very sporadic too. Like, uh Yeah. He, he would go from shooting scoring 19 one game to scoring four. Then he scored like 25. Then he scored a three. So, you know, it I, that I wouldn't want to rest my laurels on like Danilo Gallinari when we have AD and Braun. Of course. I mean, of course, it'll be like different. But, um, yeah, it, I, I wouldn't. Uh, Gallinari wouldn't be my first choice. Yeah. But then again, they're not going to listen to me. And really quickly, he also made $21 million last year, which I did not think it was that high. So um, I know Kendry said he wants to take a pay cut. I don't think he's going to cut his salary by that much. So, <laughs> I mean, if he really wants to play for a winner. There are other dudes like who are, I'd say, some are unrealistic for other reasons. Like in an ideal world, the market just squeezes up because nobody wants to spend money. And Joe Harris is like, "Well, I'll take ten million to play for the Lakers for three years," yeah. but like that's not going to happen. Oh, I would like, love him. Or like the Suns, because you know they trade for Chris Paul, Robert Sarver gets really cheap and doesn't want to pay Aaron Baines, and then all of a sudden we have like a hefty stretch five, or like right. Justin Holiday doesn't like his brother anymore and wants to leave Indiana and we can get, but I just don't see a lot of, uh, there aren't like a lot, lot of options. Uh, so I feel like the Lakers are just going to have to be, they're going to have to pick a specific thing they want and just go full court press after that guy. And that's the third time I've said that phrase in this podcast. I would love Justin holiday. I'm just going to put that out there. I love his game. Um, I think he would do a great job as that like three and D guy that we would need. I mean, granted, I mean, we it was like a joke that like whenever the Lakers brought on like a three point shooter they would just stop making their threes kind of thing, but like I would I would love Justin Holiday on this team man I, I think I think he'd be great. All right, I'm gonna do this real quick because Rondo is a free agent and we don't really have a point guard, so I'm gonna throw three names out at you guys. 
Ali, Raj, and Kendrew, and I just want to want to hear your reactions. Pick one of these three guys. Jordan Farmar. <laughs> <laughs> you meant professional basketball players. Oh, so man. disrespectful oh, for no man. reason. Um, Former Laker champion. You just throw him down like that. One of these guys is like a little unrealistic. Actually, I'm going to throw you four guys. All right? I'm going to throw you four guys. Jeff Teague, DJ Augustine, Langston Galloway, Alec Burks. DJ Augustine. Okay. Man. Who's the first two names again? I was like... Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague. (laughs) I would go with Jeff Teague if he was like... If it was affordable out of those four. I, I I probably got to go with uh, DJ Augustine. Um, I I watched a lot of just Jeff Teague because I had him on my fantasy teams, and like yeah, he get you those assists, but like he would he have he, his time in the Wolves. So I I just try to forget. DJ Augustine, I just I just would love to have a player come off the bench that can just go get you buckets. Like yeah, I feel like Lakers could really use that. And granted, I, I mean, I could correct me if I'm wrong. He's not that great of a defender, so that's mm-hmm. one issue. But he, like, I, I could just imagine him like coming off the bench and averaging like nine to ten points in a season, and that would be like huge for the Lakers. I know the archetype of like a, a playmaker who can do something off the dribble is something that we clamored for all season. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if we're going to be able to fulfill that without a trade in this offseason. Like, unless they can, they can just get Deion, Deion Waiters back. I, I, I mean, like, honest to God, I don't hate I don't, that. I don't hate it. I, I don't hate it. Like, I would rather have Dion like, come on a prove it contract than like <laughs> sign Jordan Clarkson for the entire mid level as much as I love JC. Um, in all honesty, I would, I would honestly wouldn't mind that. Like, address the five because we're probably not going to bring back JaVale and Dwight. Like I honestly would pick Langston Galloway out of that group. <laughs> like I'm not going to lie. Just like a three and D dude. Who's the, he doesn't need the ball. He's not flashy. She's going to play some defense and hit some open threes. Let Kuz get his shots. Let AD get his shots. Let me see some THT on ball action. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many different ways the Lakers could go. Even, even with the bottom of the barrel options, because it's a championship roster. You know what I mean? You said you said that you think JaVale and Dwight's gone. I actually think Dw- I think Dwight's gone. I think he's going to opt out and like get a bigger contract than Lakers want to pay him. But I think JaVale stays cuz I think I think JaVale's not going to get more money than he already I forgot how much he's making, but I feel like he's he's going to stay with us. Like he'll opt back in for this second season. Yeah, he'll definitely uh, opt in. He makes like five million dollars next year. He's definitely going to opt in. Avery Bradley too has a decision to make, but I think he'll opt in as well. Yeah. I feel like missing the bubble made Avery Bradley like lose a little bit of stock, and I feel like he's just going to yeah. want to take that five mil. Yeah. I also feel like if the Lakers do make a trade, it might have to be with Javale. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so so that that was where I was going with that, but I don't I don't I don't I don't want to wish a departure unnecessarily on <laughs> on any champions. So. I was. I'll just say it. If if Dwight does leave for the Warriors, I hope he goes back to his old ways. <laughs> Look, man, I'm just looking forward to December 25th, Lakers Warriors, Bron versus Steph, AD versus oh, Draymond, you, Alex Caruso versus Clay Thompson. What is that? The matchup? I, it's got to be. 
I, I feel like it, that has to be. That's going to be such that. Like, it's, if you're talking about like the matchups you'd want to see in terms of like, um, like what's going to draw in the most uh, like viewers and stuff like that. Like, you're not going to get anything better than Lakers Warriors, especially like now we got a healthy uh, Warriors team against LeBron, the the player that they just tossed around in the finals the past few years. You know what I mean? Although a Lakers Nets Christmas game would be oh, that would be sick. That That'd would be, be sick, sick too. Although I, would, I don't know how that fits in with like their attempt to mitigate travel and all that. So that's yeah. why I think Lakers Warriors is more likely. Oh, yeah. Ali, yeah. I, I for some reason I have a feeling that it's going to be Lakers Clippers because the NBA loves that, and then Brooklyn Warriors for the KD versus Warriors. I'll give you Brooklyn Warriors. Yeah. I think I think that I think that. LA rivalry talk. I think that shit is dead, bro. They gotta prove that. that I don't know. Dead, I think I, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's there. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying I think the NBA loves that. I think the NBA saw what happens when you try to manufacture a storyline. <laughs> That's why I want them to do it again now. <laughs> <laughs> Run it back. Yeah. <laughs> Same result. I mean, I wouldn't mind like a finals matchup again. Like, yeah, isn't it supposed to be the finals matchup? Like, shouldn't the Miami Heat fans feel like? What the hell? Isn't it supposed to always be the finals matchup on Wait, Christmas? Can you imagine Miami's not in the in a Christmas day game? <laughs> Getting the Toronto Raptors treatment. Yeah. Oh man, the disrespect. Look, man, I know this is way ahead, but I'm putting it on wax right now. Same finals uh prediction I had last year. I'm doing the same thing this year. Give me Lakers Philly on Christmas. Give me a little finals preview. Philly's oh, not man. going there right Those now. Are, no, those are come on. Watch your mouth. Watch with, everybody everybody with, watch your mouth. With Al yeah, with Al Horford leading the way. <laughs> Al Horford. Doc Rivers as the coach. You talking about Oklahoma City Thunder Center? Al Horford? <laughs> is that what you're talking about? That's crazy. What why would you bring him up at a time like this? <laughs> Interesting. Curious. Anywho, uh the next time we record, it I, it might be. It might be after the draft. Um but uh, be. we will at, we will at least have more Lakers news because somebody going to leak something about where somebody want to go. And knowing knowing our luck, something's going to leak tomorrow. I know. Always. Yeah. Shams, come on down. All right. Well, uh, in the spirit of Woj announcing a blockbuster trade involving the Lakers tomorrow morning, this has been The Forum. Peace. Peace.